live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Here to Nacocli, you can actually see behind me, this is one of the travel agencies we're going to be using to go across. Now, this in the past, these were just basic travel agencies for uh, the beauty that's here. We're in the Caribbean Sea, but if you come over here, this has actually become a, uh, an illegal alien travel agency, if you will, where you have people from all over the world coming in now. We have people from China, from Africa, from the Middle East, uh, obviously from South and Central America. Uh, you'll see many people with the backpacks getting ready, talking to the travel agencies, booking their boats. And that basically, you can see here, uh, you have several destinations you can go to, Kandi and Kapurganan. Uh, those, are ba- those are the starting points for access to the Darien Gap. Uh, we'll come over here as well. And, and what's interesting here is I've gone to the other side of the Darien Gap in Panama, and so these are all, basically, these little huts right here all now cater to the people that are crossing illegally. So these little mats are what you'll use. Uh, you see these up in the jungle and the rivers everywhere where people have been swept away. You've got the, uh, the boots that go along with it. Uh, you've got the little camp stoves that some people take with them. You can buy your machete here. Bandanas, more, uh, more of the cooking utensils, the the flashlights, basically all of this here, your water for going through the jungle, all of this, all these little stalls here are part of the illegal alien smuggling trade. So we're going to catch a boat tomorrow morning, head over there, and then head up into the jungle. Myself and Oscar L. Blue, who's right over here, and our awesome cameraman, Milton, who's joining us as well. So stay tuned, showing you what the mainstream media doesn't want you to see. Again, a beautiful little town, beautiful little area, but now the, the primary trade is humans. Ain't that something, ladies and gentlemen, the primary trade is humans, all those little beautiful bodegas, all those little beautiful side carts, you know, that have always been there for vacation destinations, people coming to and fro uh, that beautiful South American region. And today they've all been turned into little shops for illegal travel and that illegal travel coming to these beautiful and wonderful United States of America. Again, I want to ask for all the prayers possible for Ben Berkwam, uh, Oscar Blue, everybody down there, uh, the, the cameraman, everybody uh, that, that's working with and around and, and, and for and supporting uh, Ben's efforts to bring this uh, to the world because you're never going to see this on mainstream media. It's never going to happen. You're never going to see it on mainstream media, at least not in this depth. 
They might cover, well, Joe Biden went to the border today. They might cover, well, Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams decided to go and look at a wall. You might see them cover, oh, Kevin McCarthy went down to the border or whatever. Oh, and this is what they see and this is what they say. Oh, they're in the bush. They're deep in the bush. You've got Ted Cruz with his jeans on and his tucked in white shirt. He's deep in the bush, everybody. This, what Ben Berkwam is doing, has never, ever, ever been done before on this scale. And it needs uh, your prayers. He needs your prayers. His family needs your prayers. Because at the root of all of this is a problem that might be facilitated and funded and orchestrated and strategically put in place here, but it's starting somewhere down there. There is a point in which where everybody is coming to in South America, two or three points, and then they're, sho- they're, uh, they're funneled up. They're brought in and they're funneled up through uh, South America, through Mexico, and then, of course, through our sudden southern border. It's truly, um, it's truly a, uh, an invasion of epic proportions. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as always, let's go ahead and pop on that rumble chat as we say hello to everybody. Please sound off where you're from, what your name is, and how much, and if you've rumbled. See, Don Lawson says, she says, rumble. See, we've got J.K. Alba. Uh, thank you very much for being here. Uh, Aspen, how are you? God protect him in Jesus' name. I could not agree any more. Thank you very much. It's tea time, says Barbara Peters. Patriot Donnie, P. Straight, P. Janame. Everybody, love bug is in the building. Corn pop, pray for Lisa. May the joy of the Lord fill. Yes, Lisa uh, Nakan, everybody. Please always pray for her and Sterling. Um, we're going to be... Uh, well, we're going to we're going to always keep them in our prayer and keep up with them on what's going on because we know they're hitting such a rough path right now, a patch right now. Uh, Michelle, Michelle says, hold on, let me get back to you, Michelle. She says, Jeremy, my 10 year old son asked to download your LFA app on his tablet so he can watch all your videos every day after he finishes his homework. I've never been prouder. Well, thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. We've got Frank from Kansas here in the building. Debbie from Arizona. Uh, C. Ward is in the building. Nancy from Texas. Good to see you. Marky from Oklahoma. We've got South Australia in the building with 11. Christian, how you doing? Good to see you. Lance from Michigan. Coffee time again for me, said Debbie. Same here, Deb. We've got Dautet. One, two, three. So Salty is in the building. So Salty Sixes, I've never got a shout out. You got a shout out there. How you doing? Are you part of the Salty family? If so, please give them our love over there at the Salty Cracker because uh, we love those guys over there. Gary McGonigal says thanks to Ben and pray for him. Listening from PA, Lovebug says awesome guys it's true lee from crappy connecticut i don't disagree i don't disagree the only good state in new england is new hampshire well they're all good states they've just got bad politics we'll say that because there's great people pretty much everywhere hi victoria hi evie rosewood i wish i could say hi to each and every one of you because i love you so much uh but right now i want to give some thanks to our online donors because without you none of this ever ever happens okay ronald trader karen geringer Diane Jones, Mary D'Agostino, Mary, we love you so very much, Robin Sharp, Kelly Roberts, Donna Gideon, thank you very much, Carol Kenyon, Tammy Eckstein, thank you very much, good thing it's not Epstein, huh, (laughs) Deborah Beck, Carrie Chambers, Matthew Manor, thank you very much, I appreciate it so much, Uh, Debbie Meath, Debbie Meath, Uh, Jessica Shack, 
and Melissa Short. If it was not for you individuals and other monthly donors like yourselves, we would never, ever, ever survive. Ever. Um, Victoria, I am three for three with hellos from Jeremy today. Well, there you go. Chat is making me dizzy, says Bargain Queen. Well, that's what happens right here on LFA TV. We've got a very active crowd. And the more active you are, the more the uh, the rumble algorithms kick in and more and more people come in. So we need you to chat. We need you to like the video. We need you to share it. Rumble. Talk below. Talk above. Do whatever you can, but engage in this show. Let's go to the Lord, shall we? Oh, by the way, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. And this is live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to be here with you every day. How you doing, Robert and Mary Kay from New Jersey? Good to see you. Thank you very much. Here we go. January 17th, a thankful attitude opens windows of heaven through which spiritual blessings fall freely. Remember earlier today, we talked about everything that God offers is free and none of it you can buy. Isn't that incredible? Oh, so incredible. And all I require to rain those blessings on you is your gratitude. It seems such a simple choice, doesn't it? Yet you stumble over it almost every day of your life. Let me help you become more grateful so that you can receive bountiful blessings through those openings in eternity. Jody, I see what you're saying about Steven Crowder. We're actually going to talk about that here in a few minutes. Psalm 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give him thanks and praise his name. Do we do that at 9 a.m. every morning here, guys? Isn't it amazing? Every day, 9 a.m., it's like, I wish we could do Rise Up all day long. I wish I didn't even have to do other shows. I love Rise Up so much. Uh, and Zechariah, Zechariah 9.9 says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout out, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. And before you turn out the light tonight, patriots, your gratitude opens the floodgates of heaven. Pour out your words of thanksgiving to me. Folks, I take a drink of water. I'm not kidding you. I take a drink of water. I go like this. While I'm drinking, I think, I think in my head, Lord, thank you so very much for not only the living waters, but the waters of this earth that I need every day. Thank you for this drink of water. I even give thanksgiving for a drink of water. That is how important it is to give your thanksgiving to God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the show, we always start out the show every day with the Lord's Prayer. So if you know it, join in. If you don't, just please bow your head, close your eyes, and listen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Woo! Amen, baby. And you know what time it is. It is Big Bang MAGA time. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's put on the headphones. Let's pick up the coffee and let's have our first slurp. Here we go. Mmm. Mm, 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 mm. Rise up. 
Coffee, JeremyHarrell.com. Check it out. Anyway, folks, let's get to it. I got a big show lined up for you today. I don't want to miss any time. We're starting a little bit earlier, about three minutes uh, earlier than we normally do. I will ask you to share the video. I will ask you to like, rumble the video. Get it out there. Shout out to everybody watching on Roku, Firestick Digital TV. And at our first break, if you remind me, we'll talk about Steven Crowder. But right now, I've got to get in to the news. Nobody right now, nobody in this country is under more scrutiny for the screw-ups of Joseph Robin at Biden, the sniffer in thief, more than the garbage-pail kid of the White House, mean Jean Kareen Pierre. I want to play a video from you, if I may, from last Thursday, in which mean Jean Kareen Pierre said the following. Go ahead. The, the search is clearly complete. They completed uh, the uh, uh, the search. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this process. You should assume that it's been completed, yes. After the search concluded last night, that search was completed last night. The search is complete. The search is complete. That, that search was completed last night. The end of the search. The search is no more. They are not searching anymore. And we know, of course, that was an L-I-E from Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the obscene garbage pail kid of the White House. Because Joe Biden's lawyers continued their search for materials and discovered, well, as we know, five more documents later that night. So, Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House, was actually pressed by this, or pressed on this issue by CBS's Wei Jia Jiaying. I think that's her name. She was pressed on this, um, about all of this. She's like, and, and I'll tell you what, this is, this is classic, this is classic Mean Jean Corrine, folks. She, um, not only does she deflect, but she does it in such a rude manner. Like, how dare you question me? Who are you to question me? Jiying Pishing from CBS, whatever your name is. I want to follow up on Cecilia's question, and sorry if I missed it, but on Friday, did you or did you not know about the additional five? I, I already, I literally just answered that question. What? But I, I, I missed just, it, so is it yes or well, no? Well, I, I mean, you're, you're not too far sitting next to her, wow. so I was very clear. Wow. I provided I provided the information that you all had at the time. Well, there you go. There you go. What do you mean? I, well, she, I didn't hear you. Can you please just give me, you know, uh, can you repeat the what you said? The answer that you gave my colleague here. Well, didn't you hear it? Well, I'm sorry I didn't hear it. Can you just tell me again yes or no? Well, I mean, you're sitting right there. Uh, excuse me, you upside down walking mop. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You work for me. Answer the question. That should have been what happened. But as you'll see, I'm going to play a few more clips uh, from this press uh, interview, press meeting, whatever you want to call it, press briefing. I'm going to play a few more clips from this, and I want you to see what I, what I saw when I saw these clips. When I saw these clips, I saw a reporter who was afraid to ask the tough questions, literally afraid to ask the tough questions. And you know why they're afraid? Because it would mean the end of their job. It would mean the end of their career. It would mean the end of them in the White House press briefing room. Whatever it would mean. They don't want to do it, but just watch. And then watch these pompous, disgusting answers. At the time, and I confirmed. No, I did not know. I'm saying I had the information. I actually said this to Cecilia. I had the information that you all had at the time, right? And so this is why I also said to Cecilia, this is why we are trying to be very prudent here, and we're trying to be very consistent and say this is an on 
ongoing uh, legal process. And this is why I say we're just not going to comment from here. That well, is that's, a perfect example in Cecilia's question. Well, that's really funny. I was funny. very clear about that. We're just not going to comment from here because this is an ongoing investigation. But that did not stop the upside down walking mop, the garbage pail kid of the White House. That did not stop her or any of her colleagues or any of her other illegitimate people, bureaucrats or whatever in Biden's administration all over the news. That didn't stop anybody else from talking about Donald Trump 24-7 when they raided Mar-a-Lago for something that they had no right to raid him for. After all... He was the president. So let's continue with this uh, with this back and forth. Here we go. Um, when did you learn about the documents found at the Penn Center in November and in Wilmington in December? When your team was in, was uh, doing a story on it. Got it. Um, because I was also asked a similar question about if our team has been engaged on this. And I've been very clear. This is something that the White House counsel is handling. This is something that uh, is being handled by the president's uh, lawyers and been very clear. That's why we are. This is why we are being prudent. Well, this is, this is why this is we're why. being consistent look at her. with what we have done the last the, two the years when reporter. it comes to DOJ, Department of Justice investigation. We are just not going to interfere. Well, there you go. We're just not going to interfere. We're doing this the right way. Either way, it doesn't matter. The lawyers don't have security clearance. Biden didn't have security clearance. Nobody had security clearance. Those documents shouldn't have been there. The crime was committed. Boom, bang, done. But again, I, I, I want to go back to the beginning of this is nobody is taking more heat right now than the upside down walking Disney mop. Okay, if she was a Disney character, she would be an upside down walking mop, not cleaning anything at all. Literally just walking around with the mop upright and not on the floor where it should be. Somebody's going to go, that's racist, Jeremy. Oh, well, I would say that if she was purple. She looks like an upside down walking mop, not racist to point out what she looks like. I know that's not Christian and that's not nice. I digress. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I just have a, I have a, I have a serious problem with people lying to the American people every day. Don't you have a shred of integrity? Don't you have an ounce of courage? Don't you have just a little bit of a truth sack in you that might just pop like a bubble and come out like a burp? I mean, all I want is a little bit. Maybe all I want is a little bit. <laughs> That's it. All I want is a little bit from the mop. Now, I want to point out something to you, because the government here, the deep state, which we're going to talk about in length today, okay, the government here has one job in trying to get rid of Joe Biden. Thank you very much, Patty Patriot 07 for the $20. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So the government has one job, get rid of Joe Biden. The mainstream media has another job. Yes, it's still team get rid of Joe Biden, but it's Joe Biden- might have done something wrong, but let's link it to Trump and let's try to take both of them down together. I told you in the beginning, didn't I? What did I say? This was a strategic effort to get rid of Biden and, and throw him under the bus so they could take down Trump. For some reason, I don't know why, but everybody has a hard time understanding the biggest difference here was access to classified material, not access to classified material. I don't know how hard that is to understand, but again, it seems like the mainstream media is just completely leaving that part out. Why? Because this is the genius of a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign. Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Also, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it enough where you brainwash and indoctrinate everybody. So again, 
the mainstream fake news media and the media corporation and the big tech conglomerates, all of them are in unison with the government. However, they are appearing to the world that they are not in unison. The government is going, look at us. We are holding even our own accountable, literally throwing him under the bus because they know he's a liability. We're holding him accountable. Nobody is above the law. And then you have the mainstream media coddling Biden a little bit going, well, look what he's done. He's completely cooperated. Yeah. Uh, a criminal would completely cooperate if they know they were caught. Remember we talked about the kids with their hands in the cookie jar? Right, same analogy. A criminal will comply once they're caught. Somebody who's not guilty of a, cl- a crime does not need to comply, Donald Trump. But what they're doing is they're using that part of that to make it look like it's less for Biden and then attach it to Trump and make it look like it's the same thing and Trump is worse. Do you see, do you see the strategic effort here by the mainstream media and the federal government, the deep state? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please do me the the kind favor of sharing this video out. We got about 3,700 people watching here on Rumble. Let's boost that up. I want to go to Joe Scarborough. Everybody knows Bannon famously coined this show Morning Mika. I think that's absolutely hilarious. But let's go to Joe Scarborough who is anything but a Republican. He's not even a rhino. He's just a Democrat. He's just a Democrat with a Republican set of glasses and a tie. Joe Scarborough says this about... The current situation between um, Joe Biden and Donald Trump as it pertains to documents. Go ahead. Uh, I guess, uh, again, transparency, I think, works best for the Biden administration and works best for Biden himself because they find the documents, they report it immediately. A far different situation than Donald Trump's. Anybody who says it's not is a political hack. Anybody who says it's not is a political hack. So again, that's what Joe Scarborough says about the whole thing right now. Even though it's a Biden problem, the narrative pushes towards Trump. And I need, and the reason why we're spending some time on this is because what you're about to see as they get rid of Biden is going to be a whole lot of this. And you need to be able to take this and show people, I tell them now. Tell them right now. Tell your liberal friends. Tell your liberal family and, 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 and liberal co-workers and colleagues. Say, this is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. Tell them now. Because you can, tell the, you can literally tell the, um, the future as, about, as to what's about ready to happen. So that was Joe Scarborough talking about that situation now. Let's go back. I love the internet. Let's go back and see what Joe Scarborough said about this another time. Uh, The government can indict Donald Trump. They have a case to indict Donald Trump. And then Barr asks the question that certainly won't be popular among uh, many watching this show, won't be popular among uh, many Democrats, but asks the question, should they indict him? Of course, I made it very clear on uh, over the past several years that we can't send the message out that no man is above the, we can't send the message out that, that one man is above the law. Uh, and I look back at the standards. It's the same standard I, I, I used in the impeachment of Bill Clinton uh, on, on the grand jury. And, and I asked what would happen if um, somebody uh, lied in front of a grand, federal grand jury. And I came to the conclusion that they'd, they'd be indicted, they'd be charged. And, and that's a question we have to ask also of, of Donald Trump. Uh, the standards have to be the same. Yes, At they do. At the same time, John Heilman. Yes, they do. Um, it, is, it is a bit horrifying to think about the consequences of this. And, and I, mm. I, 
I say that uh, of, of all the terrible legacies that Donald Trump has left this nation, uh, this may be one of the more long lasting. Wow. If he is indicted, as the law would suggest he should be indicted, wow. then you can you can bet your, your bottom dollar that Republicans will do everything they can, uh, a Republican administration to indict um, the, the next Democratic predecessor that they have. And uh, it, you know, there's a reason why Jerry Ford uh, got won his profile in courage uh, because he's willing to sacrifice a presidency to stop uh, the long national nightmare uh, that Richard Nixon was responsible for. Uh, and over time, when 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 people cooled down, they decided that was that was best for our republic. Um, I think the extent of what Donald Trump's done is so egregious that no attorney general, uh, no fair-minded attorney general, would have any choice to indict him. But that doesn't also make it true that it will... There you go. There you go. Over mishandling of classified materials. Again, a president, no longer classified. A vice president, classified. Very much mishandled. On the floor of a garage that Hunter Biden lived in. And we've got a lot to talk about that at the end of the show. You're not going to want to miss that. But there you go, folks. That's the spin. The government is going to make it look like they're holding Biden accountable. They're going to get rid of him. He's gone. He will not be here in 2024. And and I thought he wasn't going to be here already, but I thought he wasn't going to be here because of his health. I didn't realize that he'd be gone because the Democrats would get rid of him that quick. They're going to get rid of him. That's happening. And the mainstream media's job is to use what they're getting rid of Biden for to blame and point the finger at Trump. Yeah, yeah, we murdered that girl, but he, he, he... (sighs) Sounds like Biden singing happy birthday. Happy birthday, dear... Yeah, Ah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's going to be the narrative again. It is not going to work. Meanwhile, Joe Biden consistently being asked about this in front of other world leaders makes us look so bad. Folks, look, do you remember when Trump would have other world leaders visit him at the White House or he would go visit other world leaders and the mainstream media would constantly be throwing ridiculously accusations at Trump, ridiculous accusations at him about Russia, about collusion, about taxes, about peeing on a prostitute in Russia or whatever. It would always be asinine. And do you know what Donald Trump never did? Do you know what Donald Trump never once ever did? He never just sat there and ignored them. He never pretended like they didn't exist. He never just smiled while they spewed their garbage at him. He would say, you are fake news. You are a liar. You, get out of my way. (coughs) Trump up front. You know what I mean? He would always, always even on tarmacs. Oh, sir, what do you say about uh, you this, that, and the other? And he'd stop and he'd come back and he'd go, well, I'd, I'd like to say that you're a liar and you're lying about that. Joe Biden does the exact opposite. When he's pressed on anything real, especially classified documents, this big, huge scandal, he just sits there and just ignores them like they don't even exist. And when you do that in front of another world leader, it makes us look so bad. 
It makes us look so bad, so weak, because what makes America strong and great is our trust. Maybe not our faith or love, but our trust in our election process and in our elected officials because we don't have a kingdom or a, uh, a monarchy or a, you know what I mean? So I want to play this. Check this out. Biden is meeting at, at the White House with the Dutch prime minister. And again, he's pressed, Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden, Mr. Biden. He just sits there and doesn't do anything. Doesn't even try to defend himself. Sickening and weak. <laughs> Look at him, smiling, smiling. Uh, So there you go, he just sits there and smiles. Look at this, let's go back, let's go back to the still image. Look at him smiling, look at this. Look at this pompous attitude. Come on, keep playing, look at this. Look at that. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for what? Thank you for what? Sorry about that, folks. We'll get it back here. Thank you for what? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for what? We didn't get to do anything. We didn't get to ask the guy anything. He sat there and just smiled. The Dutch. He looks at the Dutch prime minister and he kind of just, eh, meh, meh. What do you mean, meh? And the fact that these reporters allow this one, you know, this four foot six woman to be like, okay, everybody out, out, out. No, this is our house. That's the kind of reporters we need in there. Excuse me. Excuse me. Back up. This is our house. And we demand answers on a corrupt criminal, criminal Biden family um, mob crime syndicate. And we want answers right now. And we're not going to leave until we get answers. Answer us right now, old man. The guy would probably literally, as soon as the drugs wore off that they pump him with every day, he'd fall over and die. He wouldn't be able to handle that kind of, uh, that pressure. Now, do you remember back when Joe Rogan started to first start making sense? You know, Joe Rogan's got the largest podcast. He's got the largest viewership of anybody anywhere. And it was really nice when Joe Rogan started to become red-pilled because he has a $100 million contract with Spotify. However, Joe Rogan's contract are not like the contracts they're trying to get Steven Crowder to sign. Uh, sign. Joe Rogan's contracts are, I get to do whatever I want, shut your mouth and leave me alone, or I'll stay independent. Okay, sir. So it was really, really nice. Um... Do we got a troll in here who needs to be removed? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's really nice when people like Joe Rogan get at least red-pilled to a certain extent because then they get to say what's real to 11 million, 12 million, 13 million people. It's really nice when people like Elon Musk, who's normally a centrist, probably a left-leaning person, who comes out and starts railing against the Democrats uh, because he sees what they really are. Again, I don't trust these people politically as far as I could throw Stacey Abrams, okay? Uh, But it is nice. So I'm going to play a video for you today 
from Joe Rogan. Now, again, I want to say viewer discretion advised because it is Joe Rogan. And in this 23 seconds, he just had to drop an F-bomb. So there is an F-bomb in this. But what he says has substance because he's right. And when you say this in a presidential election year to 12 million people at one time, that holds water. Check this out. I'm, they're trying to get rid of him. Yeah. That would, yeah. My guess would be they're trying to get rid of him. If all of a sudden they're, his own aides are sending these, instead of like taking these classified documents, which you have located, yeah. and go, well, let's not do that again, and fucking locking them up somewhere. His own <sighs> aides? Self-reporting? Dude. Come on, That dude. sounds sus. He says, that sounds sus. Now, we don't use that kind of terminology. That's what our kids use. Yo, that sounds sus. That sounds super sus. You know what I mean? Suspect if, for the older generation that doesn't know. But again, he says, oh, they're trying to get rid of him. Well, no, I, thank you, Joe. It is so nice to see the every, everyday average non-political person start to understand what we have been doing. That lets me know that what we're doing here works, folks. It's let me, let, let's me know that what we are doing here works. So that was tremendous to see. Meanwhile, go back to Joe Biden again. This guy's just told he's the greatest president of all time when he, gets, when he wakes up in the morning. They blast him through or blast him full of whatever kind of drug makes a zombie actually come to life, a dead person come to life and walk. Okay, um, Joe Biden has the the basketball team at the White House today. I want you to watch how super sus, <laughs> how super stupid this man is. He kneels down in front of the team like he's like, I don't know, taking like, do you remember when you were in uh, sports and you took pictures as a basketball team? You always had the lower, the, the, uh, the taller people, you know, kneel down in front and the shorter people stand up in the back. I think Joe thought that he was about ready to take a high school basketball team picture. He kneels down and everybody's like, what in the actual, you know what are you doing, Joe? Watch this guy. Unbelievable. <laughs> Why are they laughing? Why are they clapping? What's going on? You got Kamala Harris there, as lost as he is. <laughs> that is the most cringeworthy, ridiculously stupid thing I've ever seen anybody. I'm just going to kneel. Yay! What are you kneeling for? Is that a Black Lives Matter movement? Is that a Black Lives Matter statement that you just made, Joe, in our, in our White House where you kneeled on the ground? I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I'm going to kneel and everybody's going to clap. For what? What are you kneeling for? And why are you morons clapping? I guess every time, <laughs> I guess every single time that we, um, that we check in on Joe, we see the same thing that everybody else sees. Nothing but garbage. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, before we move on to our next segment, we're going to cha- a pop on the Rumble chat. Let's see what the LFA family's talking about, and then we'll quickly talk about Steven Crowder. Look at that. We've got a $40 donation from BLWDDS. Don't even know what that stands for, but thank you so much. And Patty Patriot 007. Thanks, Jeremy. Thank you very much as well. Total embarrassment, says Ann MK. Oh, Lord, please put an end to it. That just made me sick. I know, right? I know. So embarrassing. 
Uh, so embarrassing. No, I think it's a bowel movement. Oh my gosh, how long did we have to suffer through this with Biden? Yeah, I know, right? Well, every week that we do this, every Monday is another Monday closer to getting rid of this guy. And folks, we don't even have to wait until 2024. He's gone. Jill's cooking. <laughs> Doesn't understand commands, Alzheimer's. Well, you know what? That is a very good point. And it's not, it's not really that funny, you know, when you think about it, because you're right. He doesn't understand commands. And you see that when he turns and tries to shake hands with somebody who doesn't exist, or he says, which way am I going? And he's got his hands out like this, like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. TP for me bunghole. TP for me bunghole. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so weird that there's something wrong. And you go, oh, yeah. Those are what he's displaying there is... Um, Signs of Alzheimer's. It's not even signs anymore. It's almost full-blown Alzheimer's. So I don't know what they use to pump that man full or if he's got a body double or what, but there's no way that man has even the slightest hint of, of uh, brain activity going on. No way. No way. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, Gold Co. real quick, and then we'll talk a little bit about Steven Crowder, uh, louder with Crowder. But ladies and gentlemen, Gold Co., do you know that Gold Co., Field of Greens, Home Title Lock, all these guys, they have been here now for a matter of like six months or something. When we started seeing that people had to stop, start taking their monthly donations away, uh, be, and, their, and their reasoning was they just can't afford it anymore, uh, Marita just donated 50 bucks and said, keep Eli fed. Uh, we needed to go out and get some sponsors, but I was not going to go out and get any sponsors that A, I wouldn't use, or B, that was not um, Christian conservative friendly. We'll put it that way. I'm not going to deal with that crap. If anybody's going to help us fund it, it's going to be somebody who believes in us, and these people did, and they've been believing in us for a long time. So we've got to give them a big shout-out. 855-559-3433, goldcode.com. Proud sponsor of the LFA family, the LFA TV network, and a lot of people have already maybe put half of their 401k or half their savings in gold, maybe all of it. But the people that are right in the chat that you see right now, they're the best people uh, to get a testimony from about Gold Co. and how they worked for them. Um, and like anybody, these people take a percentage, like anybody, right? They're a business, but at least they're dedicated. And you want to know what else? I always hear that people have a great conversation when they have a talk with them. So goldco.com, check them out. Huge sponsor here at Elephant. Well, not huge. Not like Crowder sponsors, right? Let's talk about Steven Crowder for a minute. Okay, so what people are talking about, folks, uh, is uh, if you go to... Uh, if you follow Crowder, Steven Crowder, Louder with Crowder, here on Rumble, he just posted a video today. It's about a 28-minute video, okay? And in this 28-minute video, he talks about the conservative movement, conservative radio, conservative TV, conservative podcasting, companies like Blaze, Daily Caller, you know, all of these companies. Now, he never named any companies, but that's who he's talking about. He's saying that they're lock in step in bed with not only the big, huge corporations, but as well as the liberals themselves. You need to watch this video. The guy talks about contracts that are killing conservative content, kills conservative content. These corporations own you. They own your likeness. They own your image. They own your movement. They own your message. They own your social media. They own your newsletters. Uh, you are a slave to them. You must do X, Y, and Z every day, or you are literally fined thousands and thousands of dollars. Here, check this out. Most of these companies, Daily Caller, The Blaze, a lot of them, they're 
contracts are all the same for these content creators. And what it's doing is it's stifling these content creators. Big ones too, big names that you know. You want to know why? Because in these contracts, it says if any of these people like come after your sponsors and, 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 and destroy your sponsors, you have to pay for it. So if a liberal, uh, if, if a group of liberals or BLM or whatever, they all get together and they complain and they try to take away your sponsors to cancel culture you, every dollar that you lose because of that, the content creator is responsible for. Check this out. If you get a social media strike, meaning if you're on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube and they say, boom, you get a strike, guess who's charged for that? The content creator. Newsmax has these. Real, uh, Real America's Voice has uh, contracts like these. Um, there's so many companies that have contracts like these. And Cowder's like, I just don't know if I want to do it anymore. I don't even know if I want to do it anymore. Um... Okay, I see that, folks. I see the troll. I'll, I'll take care of it. And, and, and he's saying he doesn't know if he wants to do it anymore. He went free agent. He had a pretty messy leave uh, or me- messy split from the blaze. But everybody should go watch that because if you want to know what people deal with in this industry, that is what they deal with. And liberals are really in charge of co- conservative content across the board. Guess where they're not in control of? Right here. Guess who doesn't have teams of lawyers? Right here. Guess who doesn't have a... Um, Guess who doesn't have a, uh, a contract with anybody that can own anything right here? Do you not know who owns us? You. You own this. You built this with your hard-earned money. No, we are, we are literally the only cancel culture, outside of Stu Peters maybe, we are literally the only cancel culture-free actual news network that I know of. That I know of. No contracts. No bull crap. I'm not looking over Crispy's shoulder and telling him what he can say and what he can't say. I'm not looking over Anna's shoulder and telling her what she can or what she can't say or can and can't do. And he broke the, he blew the lid off this. He said, all of those people that you watch, every single one of them, every single one of them have contracts like this and they're owned and it sucks. It really does. So if you guys go watch that, uh, let me know what you think. But a lot of people said, Jeremy, get a hold of Crowder, team up with him. You'll, get, you'll, you'll team up with him, and you'll work under his name, and he's got lawyers that will fight for you. And you know what? I love, I love Crowder, but I have no desire to go anywhere and do anything with anybody outside of the Live from America family. I don't want contracts. I don't want anybody with a piece of what we build here. I want this to be you guys, for you, always about you, powered by the people. That's it. We truly went through everything. We went through everything we could to get cancer culture free, and we're here now. So that's where we are, and, and my, my heart goes out, my prayers go out to Steven Crowder. Let's move on, folks, because, hold on. <laughs> what time is it? It's rhino hunting time. I don't even know if, I wasn't even ready for this. I, I wasn't ready for this at all. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and see if we can, do I have the rhino, everybody loves to see the rhino hunting segment. So we got to go rhino hunting, and we're going to go no further than the great state of Wisconsin. And I believe you guys probably know who I'm talking about. Grab your hunting permits. I got my little mini-me, my little rhino hunting mini-me, Jeremy. And let's get busy, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to the great cheese state of Wisconsin. 
You've got me and you got my little mini-me here, my little Jack Black mini-me, and we're going rhino hunting in the great state of Wisconsin for none other than Mr. Robin Voss himself. Robin Voss himself, ladies and gentlemen, he just removed a provision that would literally keep people like Mark Zuckerberg out of the elections there. Um, right now, Robin Voss has the authority, folks, to remove Mark Zuckerberg's or anybody's ability to pump millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars into an election in their state, ensuring that it would be super hard for anybody to be able to steal it ever again. Well, folks, here we go. We're going to be calling Robin Voss this week, I think. (sighs) I need a drink. Let's pull on the Rumble chat for a minute while I take a drink of coffee and get get back into mode. You're a bad aim, Jeremy. <laughs> RJ Cat, she loves this because that's her state. Yes, clean up Wisconsin. Amen. The devils are vaxing animals. We eat meat and then, yep, no, I, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Uh, Gary says, is this a catch and release or an extermination? Well, we don't have a permit to exterminate. We only have the permit to uh, hunt down and capture and expose. So uh, tomorrow is not soon enough. Robin Voss is a you-know-what. Isabella O'Reilly says, great show, Jeremy. Hey, everybody give some love to Isabella O'Reilly right now. Make sure you go to her show that she just had on before mine. And rumble, rumble, rumble. We love having her here on the network. I love having somebody tackling the young culture of our country. You know what I mean? Focusing on that. We can handle the day-to-day news. Uh, People like Anna, people like Isabella, what they do is so important because they literally focus in on cultural issues that are just as important. So big shout out to her and her husband as well. All right, folks, here we go. Um, Robin Voss, removing this... uh, Removing this portion of this, of, uh, of this bill is going to be very, very bad, okay? He approved a resolution prohibiting private entities conducting elections, okay? In an unexplained and openly, openly defiant last-second move affecting all Wisconsin voters, Wisconsin Assembly Republican Speaker Robin Voss has left the state of Wisconsin in the lurch with his brazen and uh, brash move to secretly pull Assembly Joint Resolution 134, AJR 134, for all those living in Wisconsin, you might want to look it up, from this legislation floor session scheduled to end tomorrow. Now, right now they're in a position to where even if the governor were to veto this, he has no power to, because the the legislation in, in, in Wisconsin would be able to override it. So really this is all up to Speaker Voss. If Speaker Voss wants this in, then it's in. If he doesn't, then he doesn't, and he pulled it. So AJR 134 specifically prohibits any private entities from administering local elections in the state of Wisconsin and was so brazenly abused in the 2020 election cycle in Wisconsin uh, by at least 20,682 votes, by at least. Now, we know that in Wisconsin, Mark Zuckerberg and that, that, uh, that team um, dumped in hundreds of millions of dollars into our elections and tens of millions of that went into places like Wisconsin, Michigan, and other places in order to ensure that they would get enough people to help administer fake votes, fake ballots, lie, uh, whatever else, right? So this is a very, very big, big deal. AJR 134 would specifically create Section 7 
of Article 3 of the Constitution in Wisconsin to prohibit state and local governments from using private resources, Facebook money, in connection with the conduct of elections and specifying who may perform tasks related to the conduct of an election. So in the last election cycle that got stolen by Joe Biden, who's currently occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue smelling like popcorn and pee, uh, (laughs) uh, in that election, um, that wasn't the case. In that election, they could, money could come in from anywhere and anybody could be hired by that money and be paid to administer election cycle conduct. You can't do that. You shouldn't be able to do that anyway. Somebody just said, I think they paid million dollars for a carton of eggs. AJR 134, in order to amend the Constitution of Wisconsin, has to pass, check this out, this is very important, two consecutive legislative sessions and be placed on the ballot for voter consideration and approved by voters, and then would then become a part of Constitution of the Constitution in Wisconsin to immediately be implemented for the administrations of elections in Wisconsin. AJR 134 was passed by both houses, Assembly and Senate, one year ago during the 2021-2022 session. The governor cannot veto AJR 134 and does not have the power over the voters' approval of the constitutional amendment. If the assembly passes AJR 134 this January on the legislative floor before adjournment, the constitutional amendment consideration would immediately be placed on the April 2023 ballot during the statewide Supreme Court race. AJR 134 has to be passed again by both houses in Wisconsin in order to be placed on this April 2023 ballot. Who has the power to do this? Speaker, Rhino, Robin, Voss, everybody. If you need, if you live in Wisconsin and you need to get a hold of this man, let me tell you the number. Somebody please put it down so somebody can copy it, okay? You can call his phone number, which is 608. Eli, you listening? Can you put this in the chat? 608-266-3387. Again, 608-266-3387. 608-266-3387. Or you can email him at this, rep.voss at legis, L-E-G-I-S, dot Wisconsin dot gov. Rep.voss at legis dot Wisconsin dot gov. And you can, you can visit Speaker Voss in person at the state capitol Room 217 West. Again, visit Speaker Voss at the Capitol in person. Room 217 West. And when you get a hold of him, you strongly encourage him to exercise his statutory authority to immediately re-implement the consideration of AJR 134 during this legislative session before the adjournment uh, as uh, happens. So, folks, this is... Everybody wants to know, what can I do? What can I do? There you go. This is just as important to all of us who live outside of Wisconsin as it is to you who live in Wisconsin. Because what happens in your state during a presidential election, during a U.S. Senate election, during a U.S. congressman or woman election, it affects all of us. Okay? So... That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do in Wisconsin. Now, moving on, we've got to talk about Davos because 
We all know that the WF, the WEF is underway as we speak. There's a lot going on there. All these people think they're leaders of the world. All these people think that they're the bosses of the world. Let's have the new Big Bang MAGA generation, the new greatest generation. Let's have them. Well, let's all get together and show them that they ain't shift. How about that? High-priced prostitutes descend on Davos for high-powered leaders at the World Economic Forum. Now, folks, Davos is in Switzerland, okay? And it began yesterday, and this brought a surge of prostitutes to town who are booked in the same hotels as the attendees. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? So who else is at uh, the WEF Summit? Well, you've got uh, Brian Kemp, governor of Georgia. He's there. Who else do you have there? Uh, Brian Stelter, Humpty Dumpty. He's there. So many people speaking. Christopher Ray of the FBI, he's speaking there. Why is the director of the FBI, who actually is the director of the... Now, I could understand if Christopher Ray had made some, uh, some, you know, some powerful friends while he was in power and after he was the director of the FBI, then speaking at the WEF. But while, while you are a director, what about Dan Crenshaw? Isn't he involved with the WEF somehow? Isn't Kevin McCarthy involved with the WEF somehow? Folks, we got to get rid of the WEF. That's got to be, that cannot be something that the United States of America is worried about. And these high-priced prostitutes that are joining in with, for the fun, they're all disgusting. They're sick. The global elite tackling the world's greatest problems, including gender inequality at the Davos Summit, are fueling a surge in prostitution in the Swiss resort town demand for sex work skyrockets each year at the meeting of the world leaders and business tycoons who jet in on their million dollar jets causing climate change problems all over to rub shoulders with each other and have escorts booked in their same hotels so they can have sex with prostitutes disgusting disgusting that is a den for the devil 100 percent. now there's another pig <laughs> who kind of prostitutes himself like a prostitute. And he goes by the name of Brian Stelter. Where's Brian Stelter been ever since he was fired from CNN? Well, ladies and gentlemen, apparently he's been working very closely with Klaus Schwab and the WEF because Humpty Dumpty reared his bald-headed uh, face in, in, in Davos, Switzerland. And uh, he's sitting here talking about freedom of speech and the destruction of democracy. And all of that. I want to play this video for you. Let's run it side by side. Here we go. How does this discussion of disinformation relate to everything else happening here today in Davos? So I, th I think if you look at, at um, this question of disinformation, I think it maps basically to every other major challenge that we are grappling with as a society, and particularly the most existential among them. So disinformation and, and the broader set of misinformation, conspiracy, propaganda, clickbait, you know, the, the, the broader um, mix of bad information that's corrupting the information ecosystem. What it attacks is trust. And once you see trust decline, uh, what you then see um, is uh, societies start to fracture. And so you see people fracture along tribal lines and, um, and, uh, and you know, that immediately undermines pluralism. Mm -hmm. And you know, the undermining of pluralism 
is probably the most dangerous thing that can happen to a democracy. So I really, I think if, if, you know, if you're spending this week thinking about the health of democracies and democratic erosion, I think it's really important to work your way back up to where this starts. So there you go, folks. Uh, how does this... All right, all right dis- Brian Stelter, calm down. You couldn't be put back together again. So what they're really saying is what we put out there and what we manufacture as the truth, that is threatened when disinformation or misinformation, which you all know, by the way, is truth, right? It's conspiracies waiting to become true, right? That's what they call it, conspiracy theories. But how come it always comes true? How come we're always crediting Donald Trump with, oh, Trump was right again. Oh, we were right again. We don't like to say we told you so. So what they're really saying is they create something they call democracy. And in this woke-topia of unicorns and rainbows and puppies and kittens and everybody accepting everybody else, white man bad, orange man bad, Give us all your money. Redistribute your wealth to people who never want to work. In that world, they call that democracy, okay? And in that world, anything that threatens that is either disinformation or misinformation. And why they're so upset is because Donald J. Trump, folks, I titled today's show, Trump says he's beating the deep state. Trump says with his own words, which I'll play for you in a little bit, I'm beating the deep state. I'm winning. He said that. This is the deep state panicking. This is the deep state saying anything that they need to stay, say. Who's part of the deep state? Well, you've got the CDC. You've got the WEF. You've got the NIH. You've got the WEF, the World Economic Forum. All these people, they're all part of this deep state, okay? I want to, um, and by the way, the deep state, somebody said, what about Field of Greens? Who's saying something about Field of Greens? I don't know. Field of Greens is awesome. Whatever it is, I just see a bunch of people saying that. So when did the deep state start? Well, the deep state started Abraham Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, the killing of Abraham Lincoln. That is when the deep state started, folks. That's how long it's been here. It hasn't been here just since Kennedy. The deep state started with Abraham Lincoln. And when I have more time, we will get into that. But the deep state also resides within the CDC. So we're going to go to that now. Let's go to this CDC clip. Um... This is a CNN CDC clip where CNN medical analyst Lena Wen, who's been contradicting herself for like three years now, is the dumbest person alive, might even be dumber than Tony the Ratface Fauci. She's on CNN with Don Lamont and two other no-names, and they're talking about the op-ed that was put out that uh, the U.S. is overcounting COVID deaths and hospitalizations. This is a true statement. This is a true statement. I know it's an op-ed, but it's the truth. And even the CDC admitted Uh, over, sorry, we overcounted our bad. Yeah, shut up, China. Not because it's Lena, not because it's Lena when, because China and and they're over and under reporting just to keep COVID alive. Check out what she says when she says, well, this new op-ed out, this is what CNN says, the new op-ed out saying this, that, and the other, but this is going to cause hesitancy to get the vaccine. I'm so sick of hearing vaccine hesitancy. Hasn't it been like 20,000 years now? Listen to what she says. Folks, Donald Trump is beating the deep state so bad, they've got to change their tune every day. They've got to change the narrative every day. It's not working anymore. The new study, doctor, uh, just emphasizing how at risk pregnant women and their babies are from from COVID-19. I'm sure you saw it. I mean, they tracked 13,000 pregnant women. Um, And I just wonder if you're concerned for people at risk like that or other vulnerable groups that this can give fodder to... um, to conspiracy theorists, to those who downplay COVID, to anti-vaxxers. I'm, I'm sure you, uh, you, know, you thought about that, right, as you were, 
as you were writing this. Are you worried about that? It's interesting that I have had criticism on both sides. There are people who have said, well, why are you saying that we're overcounting COVID deaths now? You should have said this two and a half years ago. There are others who have said, well, we're not overcounting them, and they give various reasons as to why. I think at the end of the day, we just need the truth. And part of that truth is what you mentioned, Poppy, which is that vaccines are highly protective, <laughs> that vaccines are very effective, they're very safe, and vulnerable groups, including pregnant women, pregnant individuals, should be getting vaccinated. At the same time, we should also be honest about who was dying from COVID during the early part. Okay, pregnant women should get vaccinated. Pregnant women should get the vaccine. Now they're trying to kill your baby before it's, now they're trying to cause an abortion in in a family that doesn't want an abortion. See what I'm saying? This is their way of killing babies since so many people don't want to kill babies anymore. (laughs) Oh, you know, we live in a pro-life generation. Nobody wants to kill babies anymore. Okay then you should get the vaccine. It'll save you and your baby. Baby dead. There you go. Another abortion. An abortion that nobody even wanted to have. They're sick in the head, these people. We already know what it's done to pregnant women. Women, we already know how many people have miscarried. The uptick in miscarriages and stillbirths and all of this because these people were vaccinated. Are you stupid? But again, Donald Trump is beating the brakes off of these people so bad, they don't even know what to say anymore. They're saying 2019 stuff. They're saying 2020 stuff. Play like Heinz and catch up, lady. It's 2023. We've exposed your crap for the last three years. It doesn't work anymore. But yet you're trying to reiterate the same stuff, the same tired narrative. What is this, a revolving door at a hotel nobody wants to stay at or leave? What is wrong with these people? Do they think that we forget what they said for the last three years? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before we talk about the last two very, very important stories, guess who came back? Guess who came back? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, home title lock. Woo! Home title lock. Back in business, back helping live from America, folks. Home title lock. Property fraud is an easy target for scammers. It is the easiest. It's so much easier than stealing your identity, and it's far more profitable. And it only takes 10 minutes, and it's easily done, and boom, they're gone, and they own your home. Your home's title and mortgage information are stored and available online. Thieves use this information to transfer uh, you off your home's title. How many people used Home Title Lock since they've been here? How many people signed up for it? How many people have it? Do you feel better? Do you feel more at peace? Again, you can't put a price on peace. Well, I guess you can. I think it's $19.95 a month. But anyway, folks, um... It can happen in little, like, we've said it a thousand times. And producer Frankie, by the way, producers Frankie, he had home title lock. And they tried to steal his home. And he, this was before that we were doing, that we were getting sponsored. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had home title lock. It's cool that you guys are getting sponsored by them because it actually worked. So again, ladies and gentlemen, HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, promo code LFA. All the links to all our sponsors are in the description of our videos. You want to check them out. They've been proud sponsors here. Now, Trump talking about beating the deep state. Let's talk about this, and then we'll talk about Biden's tax returns that I have. Ooh, tried to get rid of them, didn't you? But we got them. Anyway, Donald Trump was on uh, David Brody's water cooler yesterday on Real America's Voice News. And the good thing about this is that David Brody, uh, David Brody's a good friend of mine, number one. Um, But I love the fact that he played this in, like he played it in more than one segment. So we saw, we got some yesterday and then we got some more today. I want you to listen to this, this back and forth between Trump 
and Brody. Really, it's just Trump. But I want you to hear him say, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the deep state and I'm winning because that's important to know. Listen to Donald Trump here. You know, you have to understand, David, when, and, and I explained this to her, too. Uh, I explained it to anybody. I was under siege by uh, the fake Russia, Russia, Russia investigation and the Mueller hoax and all of these things. I was under siege. And I have to fight back. So some people would say, wow, you know, why is he always fighting? Well, you have to fight. Or you would, I, had a, I fired Comey. I got rid of McCabe and all these people that were so horrible. I mean, just so horrible for our country. And uh, many of them and many others and many. And, and, you know, I'm beating the deep state. I'm fighting the deep state and winning. Ooh. And you can't just be a real. I think I am a very nice person. But if you were going to win, we have to be. Tough, and we have to fight back. Right. And you know, again, I was under siege, and I explained that to people. As soon as I explained it, they always agree. Uh, you know, and and illegal siege. Uh, it just came out in Twitter files. You saw that that the Russia situation was a total hoax, and we knew that anyway. But uh, it was a total hoax, and now they're all admitting it. And they should, frankly, give back their Pulitzer yep. awards. They yep. got the Pulitzer Prize for reporting on Russia. And uh, the reporting was exactly the fake news media, the yeah. Washington Post and New York Times. And the reporting on Russia was actually totally wrong. It was exactly the opposite of the fact. And they should hand them back. And we're actually in litigation now with the Pulitzer Foundation on that because we think it's ridiculous that they give the Pulitzer Prize to people. They got it wrong. Amen. And now it's all that they got it wrong. So let's see what happens because... They've lost a lot of credibility. You know, you know what I love about that, Tochu? He says, I'm beating the deep state, I'm fighting him, and I'm winning. He's like, look, I think I'm a pretty nice guy. But look, sooner or later, you got to do what you got to do. You got to get tough. You got to fight back. This is coming after him saying about DeSantis this morning, look, I'm hearing DeSantis is going to run, he says. But if he does, I'll, I'll handle it the way I handle it. Folks, Trump is not messing around. He's doing a lot of stuff. He also told David Brody exactly what I told you a week ago. Remember when I put out that short clip that said Trump brokered the deal between the old school GOP and the new Republicans? Trump brokered that whole deal. He also told uh, David Brody on that show that he goes, I'm the one who got those votes to actually work in the end. He goes, that was a blessing in disguise, those people holding off. And he goes, in the end, I'm the one who brokered that deal. I'm the one who got it right. So I'm so glad that we were right with our information on that one because it lets me know that the people we talk to every day are awesome and great and truthful and uh, dedicated to truth. So what an awesome thing it is to see. Now, moving on from that, I have David Brody coming on Rise Up tomorrow at 9 a.m. I want a record number. I want all 4,000 of you, if you can, to tune in tomorrow because I have David Brody coming on Rise Up to talk about his transformation from Judaism to Christianity, what that meant to him, and we're also going to be talking to him a little bit about his talk with President Trump tomorrow at 9 a.m. on Rise Up. Now, the end of the show. Folks, earlier today, if you watched the morning show, you know that I told you that Joe Biden scrubbed his tax returns. That Joe Biden scrubbed his tax returns for 2016, 17, and 18. The years in which Hunter Biden lived at that residence where the classified documents were. Those tax returns were scrubbed from the internet, scrubbed from Joe Biden's website, his campaign website. What was it? Joe Biden, who cares.com. We got them. We got every one of them. We got his state tax returns for those days or those years. And we got his federal tax returns for those years. And I am putting them all on JeremyHarrell.com 
and LFATV.us tomorrow. Hey, Nancy Pelosi, two can play that game. You want to release Donald Trump's taxes? Then we're going to release Joe Biden's. And we're going to release the ones that he got rid of. And I haven't even combed through them yet. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I love it. I love it. If you got a problem figuring out whether it's from ever Trump, you ain't black. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. Tomorrow, we're going to put Joe Biden's tax returns from 2016, 2017, and 2018, both state and federal, on JeremyHarrell.com and on LFATV.us. You are not going to want to miss, and I'm going to go through them all night. I can't wait because you scrubbed them for a reason, and we're going to get you. I say it all the time. We're coming. Folks, that is going to do it for Live from America tonight. I want to say thank you very much for joining in with me for another epic and beautiful, wonderful show right here on LFA TV. You are not going to want to miss this huge blowout sale that we've got on JeremyHarrell.com. Huge LFA blowout sale. Each and every one of these items in here are only $15. And if you've got your special, wonderful, beautiful, awesome 20% off promo code, it now works even on top of the blowout sale. It's all there until it's gone, so you know what to do. Folks, thank you very much. I appreciate you more than you know. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep that head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon. And I mean no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I really appreciate you guys being here again tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Rise up. David Brody. We've got a lot to talk about, and I have a feeling it might be a tear-jerking episode. So I appreciate you guys. Please visit JeremyHarrell.com. I will see you tomorrow. Remember, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel, because we got some tax returns to go through. I'll see you tomorrow, guys. Have a great evening. Peace.